All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Chopping It Up official podcast. Definitely appreciate y'all listening. It's your boy, Ferris. Unfortunately, Chartel is not here today, but, you know, we still got love for her, and we'll catch her on the next episode. Uh, so I have two great guests here today. Um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got your boy, Noble, uh, Stealth Delta. I am a local music artist in Minnesota, a creative and a father of two. Um, I'm just, this is a pleasure to be here. I, you know, Appreciate thank you, you for being having me here, man. All day. For sure, man. And I'm um, Daniel, uh, known as Dan Jones. Um, hey, I'm a father of three, uh, a local artist as well. And I just like to talk my ish, you know? I appreciate having you on, brother. Thanks. Seriously, I appreciate y'all coming on. So, <clears throat> as y'all know, first segment that we always get into is Blase Blase. Mm -hmm. There's multiple things that we could bring up. So, I kind of want to leave it up to the guest today. What's on your guys' mind? Oh, it's definitely, definitely, definitely that Kanye. Kanye and Drake. Kanye and Drake, huh? Yep, yep, definitely. So, what did y'all think of the, the albums? Like... Was there one that you liked over the other? Did you like both? Were both trash? You know what? Both is trash. Okay. To me. Um, I feel like the anticipation for both made it. And and what the albums were, I just feel like the anticipation was more of the hype than what the album actually was and what they came up with. Okay. You know, I feel like it could have been. I, I just, I just, I don't, I'm not a fan of like a million features. Okay. To make the album great. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I feel like both of them kind of took that role, you know, to make these albums what they're supposed to be. But I really feel like the anticipation of the name, mm. you know what I'm saying, of the artist and what they came up with, it just didn't match. I'm glad you said that because I'm completely the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I think that both of them were were masterpieces okay reason for being is like this coming from the perspective of you know i'll tell you the honest truth i hate kanye mm -hmm. i never liked him really yeah i never liked him bro i could i could nah, never kanye. get with him like i banged his songs don't yeah. get me wrong i listened to him i, I grew with him mm -hmm. but i feel like in the donda he actually tackled his life he didn't like okay. do that coward way out like he's been doing. And okay. you know, I'm not saying get, don't get me wrong, religion is not a coward's way out, but I'm saying he didn't address he's a MC. Mm -hmm. He didn't he did not do any MC work on any of these previous albums that he's been doing for what the last three years? I can say I can see that. I can see that. Yep. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But, sure. but I feel like Kanye lyrically is in the top 10. Has to be. Kanye? 20. <laughs> Bruh. Top 20. Nigga, Kanye drops okay. bars. He, like, yeah. okay, and okay, so for me, yeah, Kanye's put out bullshit since 808 and Heartbreaks. Yeah. But you go back, uh, college dropout, okay. late registration, graduation. Those motherfucking albums are disgusting. They are. From front to back. They are. And just, yeah, like, just... You can just listen to them bitches. You just put them on and play. Now, I feel like Drake's been putting out some duds, too. Ooh, never. Never. You said Drake. Never. He has Ooh. never gone a year without a hit. 
Ooh, I sound like oh, a groupie. No, no. <laughs> well, I can. But, but I can. I, okay, so yeah, a yeah. hit. Yeah. A hit is that's different than the though. entire album being nasty, though. That is true, but at the same time, you got to think. So this is this is the pivotal thing between the two of these artists is Drake is moving with the times. Yep. Almost every single time he drops an album, you got to think everybody's going through something. And like what he says and what he touches on, like I remember when uh, I, I remember to this day mm-hmm. when if you're hearing this is too late came out. It came out literally right when I left to California. Mm. I listened to that album the whole way to California. Yeah. What, 27 hours? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah oh, I made that drive. Right. Yeah, that's a long drive ass drive. But yeah. It is okay. like you feel it all. You you know it all. And it's like right now, even what he's talking about. He said, so even going deep in the song, uh, what is it? Um, Fair Trade. Okay. And he says, I'm a butcher, maybe the lyrics, but he says, I'm losing friends and finding peace. Yeah. Mm. That's that's all of us right now. But just in that one song, it may be to anything, drugs, alcohol, just natural death or anything like that. Like, it's how you take it. And like everything he's saying, it may be like him singing or not being as hard or coming after Kanye or starting beef, but he's... He's t- he's hitting keys. And that, that's a great analogy, you know what I'm saying, as far as talking about keeping up with the times. You know what I'm saying? Drake, for the last, what, 10 plus, you know, everything he's dropped has been, like, in the moment music. You know what I'm saying? So he's done a, he's done an amazing job as far as keeping up with what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like as far as Kanye, Kanye just do his own damn thing. He do. You, know, he just, you like it, you like it, you don't, you don't. You Man, one of my saying? favorite but, lines that this nigga Kanye had was... Oh, there's, there's a couple. Uh-huh. So when he said, I want you to bow so hard to your knees, hit your forehead. I don't know why, but nigga, that shit just slapped. That was in that Barry Bonds with yep. him and Lil Wayne. Okay. This, yep. That was nasty. And then he said um, something about, I'm going to run the world like Michelle's husband, yeah. talking about Brock. Mm-hmm. Just like his metaphor game is disgusting. And it's like those ones that just make you laugh. You know what I'm saying? You're just like, how the fuck did you come up with this type of shit? Yeah. Um, but I definitely feel what you're saying. All right, so we need to do it a Mount Rushmore of the top artists right now in y- y'all's opinion, or we can do an Eastern Conference and a Western Conference. And you get five a piece. So five from the West Coast or five for the East or South, however you want to lay it out. Which one is easier? Uh, let's do conference. We can do conference, okay. for sure. So, it's, yeah. so who's in your Eastern Conference? That's you, yeah. Right now, in my East, and if five is too much, we can just do three, or you can just say. This, I mean, you know, being an artist, you know, what I'm saying, you 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 hear music and then you don't hear music. You get what I'm yeah. saying? And it, it's so much music right now that you don't know who is who. You get Correct. what I'm saying? It's, it's, and a lot of motherfuckers sounding like that as well. You know, what I'm saying? it's a melting pot of just everybody doing. You know, even if they do one song, two song, you know, a video here, video there. You know, so. But I mean, out of the east, man, it's tough because I really feel like they ain't got the spotlight right now. You know it, it can be so a, it's tough, you know. It's it's a Detroit thing right now, which is weird. I feel like you know yeah. Detroit is is like a big influence on the game right mm-hmm. now. You know, um, everybody got that sound, that upbeat, you know, up tempo Detroit type sound. Yeah, everybody going for it, you know. But yeah, it's it's a tough one, man. Coming okay. out the East, I'm not so too sure of all time. So I'll, I'll just say mine. So my East, the Eastern Conference is going to be Jay Z, Biggie. 
I gotta put my nigga Jeezy up there. I just I always fuck with Jeezy. He just, he just gives that, that vibe. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Can we say versus? Did he kill it at the versus? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I'm also gonna put Luda. Yep. And then Outcast. That's my Eastern. As your East. Well, I mean it's a group, but still that's gonna be my East. My West is gonna be Tupac, uh, Tupac, Nipsey, Kendrick. Cube, I gotta go with Cube because that nigga's nasty, mm. and um, and Dre. Okay. Even though I know he's been, he's all his shit's ghostwritten, all his shit is uh, DOC, but yeah. the way he delivers it, yeah. his beats, like everything is nasty. So th those are mine. Dog, I'm gonna have to. Nipsey's always first, for sure, always, for sure. Uh, after that, I'd say Baby King, okay, Kendrick, King's nasty, um, the game. Even though he said he's done. Yeah, and I do fuck with the game. Game's cold. The last, I'm going to have to say Mozzie. I'm really messing with Mozzie right now. Sick. I'm messing with yeah, Mozzie hard. For sure. Okay. For uh, sure. East Coast is Conway. Um, shit. Method Man. Um, mm. Jay. I, you know, I really didn't like Jay for a while, too. But I'll go okay. with Jay. Man, Jay's growing, though. He's, yeah. he's always evolving. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's another up with the times. Yep. Keeping up with the times type of yeah. type of cat that that you know really elaborates right. as far as even being like upper echelon over everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, he can still kind of revert and hop on anybody's you know music and still make it other time. You know, he still show everybody that I'm still with it. Man. You know, because all the money that I'm making, don't think you know. Man, when he body sleep. when he body Drake on that light up, that's yeah. his nastiest verse I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah, he did clown yeah. for sure, but. Yeah, but then you got uh, what's it called, J Cole? Cole, that's what I was yeah, thinking. Cole, I was going with Jeezy, and yeah. the thing is, too, to even touch on J Cole, this is the credit that we're not giving J Cole right now. He, I feel like he put this whole "we gonna drop fire this year" thing in motion. Mm -hmm. Like he yeah. was the one. He said, "I'm done. I'm I'm not gonna play no more. I'm yep. gonna put the album out, even if I can't even tour." Yep. He put it out, and everybody follows suit. It was like literally week after week, everybody yep. was like, I'm releasing on this day. I'm releasing on this day. You even think we got heat just constantly coming. Yep. It's, and even more heat coming. So I'm like, man, he he set it in motion. For sure. Yep. Um, yeah, Cole, I, I think I think a lot of Cole is underrated. Oh, yeah. Very, I don't think, very I don't think he really gets the flowers that he needs. I feel like Cole, Cole is this generation's fabulous mm. or, or Jada. Well, not Jada. Just, Jada wasn't I, and, underrated though. I get what Niggas you're saying. Jada was nasty, but, but he still was underrated. Correct. And, uh, you know, he's never been when people spit their artists out. You know, besides him just doing the verses that made everybody realize, like, damn, you know, Jada Kiss is that dude. Yep. You know, everybody wasn't, you know, speaking on how ill Jada really Man, was. Man, another nigga like that is Beans. Like people's yeah. trip on Beanie Seagull. That nigga had bars it's too. It's a few, you know, because I was growing up. I was a Lloyd Banks fan. Oh yeah, I was oh, that, the biggest, that nigga's I was metaphors biggest, were disgusting. The biggest Lloyd Banks fan. Yeah, you know Lloyd what I'm saying? Nasty. I always looked at him and was like, "Fam, he's that dude." That's the that's was the guy that made me like I want to write bars. You know, what right? Like, I want to do bars. Hey, know? I don't I don't think I've I don't think I've ever heard your music, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's a you and, have, and, Oh, I, I need to. Yeah, but I've heard this nigga spit, and this yeah. nigga is the true. This nigga's nasty. Yeah, like, we gonna have to like, get all his yeah, yeah, yeah. spit. Wait, what are you going by now? Inferno. Okay, it's still, still Inferno. Inferno. Okay, yeah, it's still Inferno. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I know I've seen you before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's why I said I was like I know you got to know this dude. Yeah. And then plus Minnesota is just so small for 
people outside of Minnesota like, man, Minneapolis is a small city. There's not a lot of black folks. You know what I'm saying? So the <laughs> yeah, clicks sure. are yeah, actually the, doing something. Exactly. Know, so. That's actually doing something. Yeah, so people out. are actually doing something. Um, positivity. Like you're going to find yourself in the same networks or what's that? The seven degrees of separation right mm -hmm. so you know this person who knows that person like oh shit so i figured y'all would know each other mm -hmm. and like i said i knew you did music but i just i've never heard it yeah which i want to yeah. and then so we're gonna plug that we'll plug both of y'all shit cool. uh by the end but um i mean that's basically i ain't really got nothing else on um, that topic unless you know what uh it's a, it's a lot of guys man um my five uh i say cole for sure um, I was an Ace Hood fan as well. Oh yes, I still am. You know, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, that's another guy that really don't get oh. Ace Hood. Ace Hood insane, was that you know dude. Me. You know, he still every time he drops something, I'm like, this dude is just you know, as far as to the world and you know the the situation with him and how he goes with the world, you know, with music and we all know business, but Ace was a problem. Man, you know who was the South you know? version of Ace though? That nigga Jody Breeze. Yeah. Breeze yep. was a yeah, that's it's it's a it's, man, that was another Breeze one, man. was nasty. Breeze was a, he was a problem. But like I liked I I don't know why I just always had a fascination with like the southern rappers, man. Whether it's Outkast, UGK, Bum like Bum yep. B, Pimp C, them motherfuckers is nasty. Yeah. Um Eight Ball and MJG. Yeah. You know, Project Pat, three six. Like that's I love that music. I don't know what it is, but that should be banging. And so we can actually, I mean, if y'all actually by the end of this shit want to, you know, kick a little freestyle, we actually can have a beat play through. Cool. Oh. Y'all can go over that and they can hear that. But, um, sure. man, let's get into what we were actually, the actual meat and potatoes of this shit. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, are you able to pull this man up, Michael? <laughs> I am. So, yes, for, <laughs> so, for the visual, uh, you know, for people actually viewing this, you can see on oh, the screen man. what you're looking at for audio. We have uh, Russell Westbrook. What team is he on now? Uh, the L.A. The Lakers, Lakers, baby. Yeah. Okay. The best Lakers. team ever. Oh, okay. yeah, the yeah. champions. Yeah, so, oh, my. So he's in the Lakers now. And this Negro over here just looking. I don't know what. Like, I don't know what it is with a lot of superstars now, athletes, and their fashion sense. I don't know if it's that's how they truly want to dress, if that's their swag, or if it's kind of like an agenda being pushed too. Because you can look at Cam Newton. Cam Newton be dressing just like this nigga, True. looking like a Medea movie. True. You got uh, <laughs> no for real though. Uh, <clears throat> who else? There's a lot of cast that you just like Dwayne Wade be over here. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Looking like Mary Poppins, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's just true. like yeah. what's going on? Looking man? for the porridge and shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a little bit of porridge? Just a little more. Yeah. Come on, right up now. For sure. It's, uh, it's, uh, I'm going to tell you the honest truth. I think it's too, and you know, I'm I'm not Mr. Conspiracy Theory, but it's like, it's to, it's to show these young men that if you're too masculine, then we're going to have to dumb you down, especially right. if you're a, a, a brother of color. True. Because if you come out hard off the gate, it's just like I'm saying right now, they got the lineup. Everybody knows they're going to win a championship mm -hmm. unless you're a hater. Right. You know, you're a hater. I'm but, biased. <laughs> I ain't no hater. <laughs> I'm biased. <laughs> but if, if you, you know everybody's going to be looking at the Lakers. So they're going to be looking at the players just like they were looking at LeBron. And, you know, when he was talking all that political stuff and getting involved in all of those things and disputes and the cop tried to get him investigated, 
it's it's to to you know put the finger on them, yeah. put the thumb on them, keep man. Them. See, I, think, I I never understand like I'm not a big basketball fan with that. My shit's football. Uh-huh. Um, but I got respect. I, I always watch the playoffs, and there's certain players that I follow. Like I like LeBron is that dude. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get into the whole is he better than Jordan? Nah, because the game's different. One, he is. the game is completely sure. different. He's better. Yes, yeah. but like what this man does off the field though, or off off the court. Like uh-huh. this man is over here trying to build schools. He's always pushing like positive black, uh, you know, community. Um, he has a black wife. You know what I'm saying? Like black family. He's never you've never seen him in, in the news for any scandals or anything like that. He keeps True. keeps his head down. And does what he has to do on the court and off the court. Yeah. And it's like you have like LeBron haters. And I'm like, what do y'all not like about this? man? I don't get it. Like, mm-hmm. OK, he's in your mind. He's not Jordan. But you cannot knock that this man is old. How old is that man? He's like 30, yeah, like 37, 37, 36, yeah, 37. something like that. He's so he's like, almost 40 years almost 40. old, still yeah. out here in a young man's game, killing it, killing it. Yep. And off the court, he's killing it and he's representing. So it's like. I don't get it, but if y'all y'all are basketball fans, so maybe y'all no, can I, you know what? Shed some light in that. I always feel like it's an era thing. Yeah, I always feel like guys go, "It's my era. This was the greatest. This was the you know." So it's always because early two thousands, people would tell you Kobe was, you know, Kobe was the greatest. Kobe's you get what I'm nasty. saying? To yeah. some guys growing up, like me, Allen Iverson was the greatest. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Allen Iverson changed the game for mm. most. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but I think it's an era thing. But one thing I can say about LeBron James is that he's been rock solid. Yes. Since 17, since the spotlight been on him in age 16, you know what I'm saying? At, you know, at his at his high school. Mm-hmm. And like you say, no scandals, no, no problems, no. And and he's really like exploded, you know what I'm saying? As far as like being a black man and being in a position with all this power and still holding it down and still killing the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ten straight finals, you know what I'm saying? Stuff Facts. like that. Like you can't knock. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, uh, people, you know, they get clouded because of their era. Correct. You know, like we always talk about music. You can't tell nobody now about, like we say, Jody Breeze, and you know that we could be looking at us like, fam, right. NBA Look young old ass nigga. You know what yeah, I'm talking about. Right, right. So, so it's it's, it's it's different. Everybody, you know what I'm saying. But one thing about LeBron James is he's been the rock and rock solid and has held it down everywhere. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, hell, and man, he done brought people along with him yeah. and got chips. You know what I'm saying? That wouldn't have chips, wouldn't even have a name, wouldn't have a platform yeah. without him. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And like, hell, even when he by himself, you know, he still held it down. Facts. So that's the one key in the things that, you know, people have to respect. Like, I, I, I it frustrates me that people don't get a man his credit, you know, because Jordan, 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 see, and I get it. But see, and I feel like it's that complex of, so I'm a football fan. Mm-hmm. I hate Tom Brady. Because he's just so good. Me too. He's a, I hate his yeah, ass. I and I didn't respect him until he won with Tampa. And I was because I always thought it was Belichick. And I was just like, dude, I gotta give it up to this man. Like, this man goes to a completely different team in his own stadium, wins the Super Bowl. Like, and he's still looking sharp. He actually looks better now. He's 45 than he did when he was 35. They do change the That's- game for him. The, oh, let's just oh, say that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Easily, yeah. yes. They changed the game. Yeah, they do, him. for sure. So he, okay, so that's a perfect example. When Jordan played, mm-hmm. they did kind of the same thing for Jordan. They changed the game up a little bit for him because he was that key moneymaker in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So 
a lot of discussions that come where it's like, is LeBron, Michael, whatever. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are mad because the league isn't as hostile as it was back then. Correct. Yeah. It they was, keep that on. was boxing. Yeah. Literally. But that's where people got to understand, okay, now we got to throw a name at me, the best quarterback back then. Uh, Joe Montana. Montana. It was a completely different league in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if I know damn well they wouldn't have, you know, deflated the ball for anybody. They wouldn't mm -hmm. have, you know, rewound the clock for anybody. Right. So I'm like, the you tuck know. rule and all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we're looking at different things. But when we look at just stats, because mm -hmm. that's what everybody looks at, paper stats. Yeah. Paper stats, LeBron has surpassed Jordan mm -hmm. in every aspect yeah. except shoe sales and merchandise. Yeah. That's it. And championships, but yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know. and, and, and that's another that's another way to look at the game as well. Cause yeah. some people look at it as actually playing, yeah. you know, and you got guys who look at the stats. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's cause somebody some guys be like, nah, a couple seconds left, I want Mike. You know what I'm saying? And guys be like, nah. LeBron been to the last 10 chips. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's 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 the stat game and it's the, you know, who you want. It, it, you know what I'm saying? Right, it's right. it's one or the other, but they all great for debates. You get what I'm saying? Cause either way, I just I just tell everybody, man, it's an era thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause Mike was the 90s. Yeah. If you tell me it was it was Kobe, Iverson, McGrady, Vince, KG, Dirk, like all early 2000s, then was the guys. Like it was a group of guys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And shit, LeBron was 2003. Yeah. If you don't, LeBron was literally 2003. So when people say early 2000s, it's like, bro, he came in at 03. Yeah, you know right, what I'm right, right. Wait, you know what I'm saying? All these guys, they came in 03, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but for me, in that little era, you know, it was them guys. And then like further than that, you got the bronze, you got the Wades, and you got, and even they're out of time now. You know what I'm saying? Because their era was the Carmelos, and the, you know what I'm saying? So now you got the Kyrie's and the, 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 these new Steph guys, you Curry's. know, the Steps and, the, and Harden's and the, yeah. I so just it's, had it's a, different. I just had an epiphany too, kind of, you know, related to the Westbrook topic. Dressbrook. Yeah. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> so, you know how we were just saying, like the, the league was hostile. Yeah. What's a way to dumb that down? Putting them in a dress. Yeah. And, and, you, and you're right because Control. Russell Westbrook is one of the most hard-nosed, get-after-it type of guys. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And they just turned him into Cisco. <laughs> oh, don't do it. Let so, me yeah. see that <laughs> That's the truth, though. That's the way they dumb yeah. it down, though. But it's always been like that as far as a masculine black man. Movies, yep. artists, My bad, athletes. Cisco. We, we, uh, chopping it up doesn't, doesn't approve that, that, uh, Sorry. that statement. No, but, <laughs> but we all know, man. He was running around here with blind hair. We all know, man. But you're right as well. As far as dumbing down, you know, the masculine man. This is the way they do it. And they've yeah. been doing it for a while. But th the thing is with Russ, this is extreme. But Russ is always dressed extreme. Yeah. He came to shit. He came to uh, basketball in a damn construction outfit. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, you're directing traffic. Right. But it's always extreme with Russ. You know, he the holes in the shirt. Right. He's always done extreme things, you know. But this is this is clearly. Yeah. And the awkward thing about Russ, what, what I don't understand is like, you back home. Yeah. You in LA, you from LA, and you start to do this. Yeah. So I don't get that's all the more that reason energy. to do it. That's all the more reason. Because now that you in the the fashion, you know, the hub world. Yeah, every, hub everyone's yeah. looking at you. So now you can you can throw that dress on. Yeah. So, so to kind of pivot off, because you kind of brought up something that I kind of wanted to segue into. So about like masculinity and 
just like the imagery that they're putting out there. So both of you guys are parents, your fathers, right? Mm -hmm. And clearly you both are black. So regardless of whomever you were ever to have children with, your kids are gonna be looked at as black. For sure. So uh, like, what is your biggest fear in today's America about raising your children? Man, I have to say these school systems, (laughs) these school systems and the way that I should say now that we all have been exposed or the ones that have actually participated in the reality of that, everything we've been taught has kind of been a throwaway. Yeah. And it's like now that you got these kids going back to school that we're running into literally in the first three days, my son... We're learning about his Hispanic side, his Asian side, his black side, all of that. Mm-hmm. And he goes to school and these kids feed, or not the kids, the teachers, they feed him all of this falsified, overly embellished or underbellished history. Correct. That is making him question himself and what he learns and how smart his intelligence level is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know. There has to be a way to address that because that rolls into a whole entire downfall mm. of a generation. Mm-hmm. Right. They get angry, lost, don't know what they're doing, get in trouble with the government, end up jail or dead mm-hmm. or on drugs, which is a huge thing now, which is going on. Mm. So, and that's another thing I fear is like drug use. Yeah, about around their peers. Yeah, literally, I don't, I don't know about y'all, but dog, everybody. What? One thing that that I fear now, like I've never ever even thought this, you know, because when we came up, it was always in school. You know, it wasn't at this computer. It wasn't, you know, this whole you're not in school learning. You're at home. You know, it wasn't this, you know. So my whole I always look at depression. Yeah. Mm. You get what I'm saying? I always look at, you know, like is you happy? You know, are you sad? You know, you always sit in front of a computer. You get what I'm saying? You got the internet. You got all these things that's to your to your access. You know, Correct. we had was we had it, but it was limited. You Correct. get what I'm saying? So I always look at my kids and my children and tell them, like, you know, I always try to figure out are you happy in your in your space? Mm. You know, because something that like we don't address and we always everybody think their kids okay. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody look at their kids and they ain't fine. He okay. He cool. You know what I'm saying? But you go in the room, they in the room, you're doing your little social whatnot. You ain't been in school for the last year and a half. You know what I'm saying? You are, Everything is at a distance. You know, where you, where you at in your head? Right. You now, where's your headspace at? You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing that I always look at. And then they're looking at their 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 idols and, their, and whoever they like, you know what I'm saying? Through these phones, through these computers, you know what I'm saying? And feeling like, I, I got to get that. I need to get that. You know what, mm. what I'm saying? So- I always look at them and ask them, like, are you okay? And, you know, are you okay in your space? Pretty much, you know, because depression, I always think about that. Where your head at? Right. You know what I'm saying? Where your head at? Especially not being in school. Plus, depression has many faces, too. Yeah, like, you for can be sure. the happiest you know? person. And for sure. You know, I, dealing I, I, with demons. All the time. And you want, and a lot of people don't tell people. Yeah. They don't tell nobody. You know what I'm saying? I, I go through something. I don't tell nobody. I just chalk that, chalk that shit up and figure it out. And, you know what I'm saying? Just get through it. You know, mm. but I don't tell nobody. And yeah. that might be a thing that, you know, it's a problem, but <laughs> I, you know, it's, and so that's why I look at my children. I always, I talk to them all the time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Cause I tell them I want y'all to be the shit that I've been and what I've been through. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I'll always be on them about talking, speaking, communicating. Cause yeah. them the type of things, you know what I'm saying? You got to have with your kids these days, especially yeah. with so much stuff going on. And yeah. they got just as much access as we do. True. Yeah. You and know, that's what changes that dynamic. And it's like, 
before I feel like being a child to the parent, it was everything you're saying to me, I have to listen to because you are the only one, like you're saying, you're getting that information. Mm -hmm. Now kids, my kids come up to me. They can fact check everything I'm saying immediately. (laughs) No, dad, this is not what happened. Yeah. yeah, You can't even. Yeah. So it's, it's like as a parent nowadays, you gotta also be vulnerable enough to understand that you just don't know everything. For and, sure. And the kids, they gotta be able to have that opportunity and that platform, like you're saying, to mm-hmm. express themselves truly, especially kids of color. Yeah. Because how we grew up, like you're saying, is we had to just be like, "Yep, I'm, I'm gonna keep everything yeah, that I'm hurts me inside. You know, I'm gonna just do." And you know, it, it, yeah. and then you you want to be. You want to be that person that your child is talking to. Mm-hmm. You feel me with the gaming and with the internet and with you don't want you know your child is out talking to some random, you know on it on a gaming site or on a you know because like I said they got the access we do. Right. And I always talk. I'm on my son because my son is a big gamer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's a gamer. So I'm always on like, who you playing with? You know who is that? What's this? <laughs> right. Who's that? Yeah, bully, that's a lot of cyberbullying too. A lot of cyberbullying. You get what I'm saying? And <laughs> kids, they won't. I tell my son, man, somebody talking, cut the damn game off. Yeah. Right, right. Cut it off. Right. Cyberbullying over with. Right, right, right. Cut it off. You rage know quit on his ass. Yeah, rage right. quit. Rage quit. Get up out that game. Right, right, right. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. But there's a lot of kids that go just go through it. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And they don't even tell their parents. And it's not even like their parents is looking, you know, mm-hmm. but they just go through it. Yeah. You know, and so I'm always just adamant about what you're doing. I mean, I don't have kids, but even as a grown ass man go, going on like Xbox Live or PSN Network and like, I play Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. So you just log in, it's just nigger and chink and speak. It's, 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 like, it's, it's crazy. Like people just yeah. hear all this stuff and it's like, man, I never heard any of that stuff like until damn near like high school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Any like real like racist type shit. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't imagine just like on the daily hearing that. Um whether it's online and then even if you go to school and you gotta deal with that, like that's yeah. a lot to deal with. Man. Especially if you're a kid online kicking their ass. So better better yet, going around the table, better question is, when was the first time you heard something that like just volatilely offended you and you could register? I was in high school. Yeah? I was at Jefferson. Do you remember what it was? It was, it was nigger. It was, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It was, what make it so crazy with it is, I was on my way to basketball practice yeah. and I was, I can't say like, we went to a school, West Bloomington, you get what I'm saying? There's not a lot of black people at all. Man, it was like 20 of us. It literally, it was literally like, <laughs> it was like 20 the first of year, us. The first year, it was like eight. Right, right. I'm saying the next year, okay, it was getting a little more diverse. You yeah. get what I'm saying? You know, they needed help in a basketball team for football, so they're like, exactly, you, got, you, know you gotta saying? get more Negroes in here. You gotta get something here, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, that was the first time, you know what I'm saying, I started to hear <laughs> that type of hate. Because yeah. you know, I always looked over, I'm like, nah, you know, I got white friends, I got, you know, I play ball with, you know, Asians, I got, you know, all these, and I've never, coming up as a kid, you know, the hatred wasn't, we always played ball, we always had an understanding with each other, you know what I'm saying, a reason, I guess, to be around each other, because yeah. it was the, you know, the love of the game or whatever we was doing, you know what I'm saying, but yeah, when I got to, when I got to high school, uh, in the locker, in the locker room, you get what I'm saying, getting ready for practice, you know, da-da-da. oh, y'all gonna let this nigga do this, like, oh, bro, whoa, bro. Yeah. yeah, I just took your spot on the team. Cool. You know, you're upset about that. I get it. I understand it, you know, but they really spew hatred. You know what I'm of saying? Course. A couple guys, especially, you know, with the basketball team, because you're not from here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You of color. 
get what I'm saying? And like a lot of these guys grew up with the the coaches and the, you know, so it was a lot of that. And then when you get on the court, you playing with these guys, you know, they don't want to, the, the hatred is real. Entitlement. You know? And, and you know, that's exactly what it was. was a lot well, my of dad was the point guard. So I, <laughs> no, I, I went to, I just came from dinner with the coach. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I yeah. just he's been knowing me since I was four. Right, you know what I'm saying? So a it, it was a lot of that, especially at Jefferson. You know, it was a lot of that going on. So yeah, that was the first time I I felt it though, and really like was like, wow, they really hate me. You know, and and you know, it was getting their ass busted on the court in practice. You know what I'm saying? But hey, life goes on, man. You tuck it up. You want me to go? Or you yeah, you go in. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> I would say the first time that it actually like because. I feel like, like, man, black people have a beautiful way of turning a negative into a positive, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like if someone's like, oh, you're a nigger, I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah, it don't. Type shit. But the first time that I actually was like, damn, okay, it's like that was, so I was driving. I was coming from uptown to North Minneapolis, mm -hmm. coming down Lindale. Mm -hmm. And so I was driving and this guy was trying to like speed up and come around, right? Mm -hmm. And I seen him and I'm like, no, I'm not gonna let you in, right? Cause I could clearly see that there was construction Close ahead. Yeah. And so I have my music going, I get to the next light, he pulls up and I just hear some yelling from the, you know, yelling. Mm -hmm. And then so I turn my music down, I'm like, I'm like, what's up bro? I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's like, you didn't fucking see me, da 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 da, I was trying to get over. I was like, oh, I seen you, I seen your signal, but I mean, that's just a request to get over. I don't have to let you over. Okay. Yeah. And I turned my shit right back up. Light turned green, started rolling. Next light came. He pulls up. He starts yelling again. I turn my music down. I'm like, bro, what's your issue? And he's like, uh, da, 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 you niggas never know how to drive, blah, blah, blah. And then he looks at the car and he's like, he's like, what are you, some drug dealer or something? I'm just like, and I'm like, damn, like, it's just so many, that's just so many layers yeah. of like uh, prejudice. And just judging off of the, off of just something just so like menial, like you're just yeah. driving, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so <clears throat> like by that logic, it's like, okay, so if I had to be a drug dealer to have this car mm -hmm. and you're in this shitty ass car, like, Whoa. why don't you have one? You should, sure. you should already have one, right? Sure. And so I just feel like that was like the first eye opening thing. And then that kind of made me start looking at uh, a lot of shit, just kind of different. Whereas like, all right, look, we're no matter it's 2000 this is 2018 2017 so mm -hmm. it's like all right at this particular point in time we're 400 years past when we first got here right and we're still dealing with this shit yeah, yeah and so at the end of the day like there's nothing that we're gonna be able to do at least in our lifetimes i don't foresee it that is ever going to change some people's opinions of us yeah so i can only worry about myself mm -hmm. my family and try to do the best to help my community whether it's doing a podcast whether it's uh you know opening up group homes or whatever kind of business at, at, uh avenue i'm going down at that time yeah. right yeah. so that's kind of how i looked at it and then so it just made me want to just do even better so it's like fine i'll be that nigga but i'm in that nigga in that audi i'm that nigga in that yeah nice house or i'm the nigga out in edina or eden prairie where i'm the only one that's cool whatever yeah so but what about you uh, mine was seven years old at that Target Damn. over on uh, Broadway. Oh, man. I don't know if y'all remember Okay. That. It's yeah. a cub now. Yeah, yep. yep. It's a cub. And uh, I walked in there because uh, my mom, she used to have us go, you know, we walked down from, I lived on 17th and Girard. 
and I walk all the way down there and get like milk, cookies, whatever. Mm, yeah. And you know, on my free time, I make a pit stop over to the toy section, look at, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. For you sure. know, do do some good little uh, window shopping, if you will. And then uh, what's it called? I just saw something. I saw a little toy, or no, it was a demo disc. Okay. I don't know if you guys remember yep. that. I remember yeah, those. PlayStation yep. Two demo demos. Yeah. I grabbed it and it was the last one and I threw it behind the toy so nobody could buy it because okay. it was going to come back later. Yeah. And you did that too, huh? Yeah, That's yeah. Sure. <laughs> I did that with you. I still do that that, that, was the, that was the hood layaway. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, um, I'm walking up to the cash register and I'm trying to uh, pay for everything and uh, this just cop comes out of nowhere, white cop. Mm. Literally snatches me up, bro. I mean, like, what the hell's going on? Mm. He pulls me in the back room, slams me on the wall, handcuffs me, and I'm like a little tiny ass Seven year old. Seven. Seven. I'm fucking crying. Like, you know, I don't know what the hell's going on. He's like, man, I know you stole this movie. I saw you steal it. I looked at the cameras. Mm. Like, I'll even play it for you. Mm. So he goes down the aisle. He sees me go back there, put the little disc back there, whatever. I told him, dude, we can walk back there right now, and I'll show you that disc is still there. Yeah. The movie he had was Waiting to Exhale. Mm. What seven-year-old is (laughs) Are you all of a sudden a 40-year-old black woman now that want to see that shit? Come on now. You've been through it at seven. You need to see Waiting to Exhale at seven. You've been through it. You done had a hard life, nigga. I still have (laughs) never seen that movie in my life, bro, probably because of that shit. That nigga did, though. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, dog. We went back there, found the thing, and uh, he, he felt salty as hell. For and sure. like he was like, you know, For let's sure. try to make it better. Da, da, da. It's crazy. If you would have known what you know now, you would have sued the hell out oh of that. Oh my god, man. I would have owned Target at this point. For right. Man, shit, they would have been mm. calling that thing Blarget or something. <laughs> <laughs> <Goddamn>. Blarget, <laughs> oh, man, like Target, goddamn. For man. real, like, yeah, bro. It's it's crazy though, like how these types of things, <laughs> and like hell you were man. saying, like from both of y'all experiences, it's like it, it's it's religious hate. Yeah, that's gotta sure. stop. Yeah. Oh, another yeah. thing would have been, I mean, this is real quick, but like we went to West Bloomington, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And there's only so many of us, mm-hmm. right? And the thing is, is I feel like people want what they either can have or what they've never seen, a rare, yeah. something that's rare, right? And so like I play football, this man played basketball. So consider rare. Right. So I was always like amongst everyone. I was cool with everyone, like jocks, the nerds black folks, whatever, right? And it's like, man, like being out there, white girls don't gonna like that shit. Yeah. And man, them white dudes though, they it was curious. hated mm. that shit. They, look, white girls was curious and white guys was furious. Right. <laughs> That's just how it went. It shouldn't be like, like that though, bro. Hell? It shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't, cause yeah. you, but, but you know, we, you know, out there, we got some, it's big ass houses. Yeah. It's, you know, the dad's house, dad's gone, mom's gone, you know, and they living in some crazy big, you know, hundred thousands of dollar house yeah. and we invited to the party. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And the all these one. guys, the jocks, everybody in there, you know, that you see a school and cool, you know, but they've been waiting on two, three black guys to get there the whole time, you know, because they're right. just the life of the party, right. if you will. You know, and, and come on, can you freestyle for me? Oh and, shit. Oh, I hated that, bro. Could you, could I you hated do that, that move? I hate Can you do that dance move? No, I can't. I don't no, know what I a can't. stanky leg I, is. Right. I'm, not, I'm not a jerk. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Right. So but those were the type of things, you know, as, as far as it's going on, what you're saying as far as 
them being curious yeah. and them being, you know, in that realm of like, mm, let me invite him. I kind of like what he's doing. And them guys didn't like that. So school for sure. I'm going to get even deeper with that because I didn't go to a suburban school until senior year. Okay. I went to Hopkins High. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is what I noticed. And I'm not saying all like white males are like this, but this is the the environment that I've been putting. Michael turns around like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I noticed when Tread I go, lightly. <laughs> I'll cut this shit off right now. Right. <laughs> no, but literally <laughs> what I noticed, right. <laughs> what I noticed is, and y'all can, I don't know if this is experiences y'all have had. Mm -hmm. When you go to these parties with, I'm going to say these fine ass white girls mm -hmm. in high school, when we were in high school, even now, when, what some white males get intoxicated, they start doing very homosexual things, oh, yeah. which kind of which takes them out of out of the contendencies of being able to get with these women, which in turn yeah, let's take a care of Bob's ass. Yeah, I know yeah, exactly they, they, yeah. they get drunk and they don't even pay attention to the women. Dumb yes. or overly it so, aggressive. It, be, it, it, it yeah. turns into like a masculine party. Mm -hmm. It turns yeah. into the who's the drunkest, who's right. the toughest, mm -hmm. right. who's the, you know, with as far as with them and brothers like us, it's like, yeah, that's crazy. I'm nailing your lady. Yeah. Right. right. I right. came to get my <laughs> dick sucked. There's three of them in here. Like, <laughs> Let's you know, just be real. There's three of them in here. Holy shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, all y'all got that. You know, it's like that. You know, and and they all out there shit having fucking. I'm going to smash this beer can in my oh, head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to talk. Bro, do it three times. I'm going to talk to your girl and explain how crazy this shit looks. Yeah. And then we going to be like, you're right. Somewhere. And yeah. Dude. Give me that ass. So I'm glad it's not just me because I'm like, literally, these are the things that. That's even at okay. So I, so I work at a local bar, mm -hmm. Cowboy Jacks. Right, I help out there, and I see that same shit. Like even the, the dudes get lit, and it's not all white dudes. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll even chalk it up to it's a lot of men that it's do just, this shit. It's a men thing. It's just yeah, a men thing. Like a, they, it's just like the masculinity thing. I'm gonna be tougher than you. I'm gonna drink more than you. And then it's all there's a couple smooth niggas in there. It's just like it's just like yeah. And I and I say smooth niggas as that's could be white, black, Asian. Yeah. That just is like not drunk. Y'all do that all that shit. You know what I mean? I came here for women. Yeah. And it's another thing when a lot of people and this is whether it's the party scene, bars who get too drunk and then they want to fight. Yeah. It's like, bro, yeah, all these sure. women here. For sure. Like, why are you folk like why are you trying to hash it out with this other person? Damn like, sure. I don't get it. And this literally is every environment now. Like you said, it's, it's all male. It's, it's a male okay. it's, it's, it's a male right, thing. Let's, let's, let's take it, it further then. Yeah. So in the work environment, though, mm. okay, what's the most craziest thing you done dealt with? Man. Yeah. Look, okay. I work at Pepsi. Okay. And uh, no. there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of women. Okay. You get what I'm saying? So uh, it's, a, it's for sure a male dominant job. And when women do come in there, you get what I'm saying? Like, you have to be real. You got to walk a thin line yep. talking to these women because, hell, they're rare in here. You get what I'm saying? And you can, and you can say anything and you can always come off as overly, you know what I'm saying? Being thirsty. too much. Thirsty, yep. sexual, anything. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I haven't dealt with it personally, but I've seen guys in the work environment that have dealt with, you know, some women and like, Saying the wrong thing. Okay, you get what I'm saying. So it, it's it's a t it's a thin line to walk, man. But it's I definitely, it's funny you say that because I call it the lonely island effect. Okay. Okay, and so any job that you can think of, right, that mm -hmm. you've had, 
and say it's a male dominated. There's a lot of men, mm-hmm. and there's that one girl there, and all of a sudden, man, that's the finest girl that everyone's trying to chop her up. And it's yeah. like, bro, if you seen her outside though, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't even be thinking about that girl. Period. But it's the Lonely Island effect. Yeah, it's the you st- stranded. This is the only one here. True. So now you just put her up on that pedestal like she's so much better. Mm-hmm. Some of them warehouse chicks are bad though. Oh, like, yeah, so I'll, some I'll bad that. chicks be getting. Man, I worked in that. banking forever, man. Yeah. So there was beautiful women everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But See, was, I, I, I tell guys, I'm like, bro, she ain't doing the same job that we doing. Right. What you think that smell like? <laughs> hey. She ain't working hard like us. Right. Hey. And I stink. <laughs> I'm sweating like a motherfucker here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What do you think that smell like? Man, you know, man. so relax. You know, I tell guys all the time, like, relax, bro. Yeah. Just right. yeah, think. You know, right. you, 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 right now, you're gonna come out smelling, you know, we're gonna know it. Right. You know, everybody gonna know. Right. You know, so just just relax. And a lot of guys, some guys get it, but then some guys just like you say, the lonely island effect, man. You know? I've been here, you know, I ain't got nobody at home. Right. <laughs> and so it's that Lonely Island effect for sure, man. Yeah. For sure. And it's that too, spending too much time together. Sometimes like, it's funny you say Pepsi. I used to work there too. I Did was you? a driver. Yeah, I, oh, I had to relieve myself of that job. Yeah. That was right when I had my first, my youngest son. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, 16 hours on the job. That's, that's yeah. The funniest thing that if you really want to go into it, like you were saying, um, that was right when the Super Bowl came here. Okay. That's when I started. Oh, 2017. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had my youngest son. He had like a lot of like, you know, he was lactose intolerant just like me mm. to the ninth degree or ninth degree. And he, had, he was in and out of the hospital. So I'm literally working 16 hour days, driving truck, unloading truck, putting Pepsi in stores, whatever. The manager comes to me and he's like, man, you're taking a lot of days off. And I'm like, you know, I, I just had my son right, right. and I didn't even take like any kind of like, you know, maternity leave or nothing. I'm still working. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, I, I got to take this day off. He's like, either you can take the day off or you can get this money. Just know if you take the day off, you're not coming back. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wow. like, so you're saying I'm going to get fired for being a father for actually wanting to love my child and be there for him. And he's like, you know, no one told you to be a father. Those Damn. are his exact words. Yeah. Man, I exact yeah. words. Trust me, I've been through that. I literally been through took that, that badge off, bro. I've been through that at Pepsi for sure. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. been through that. You know, I, I was explaining. That's, that's two losses that I was, you just named in, trust in, me, in I, this podcast so far, man. Two. Bro, I've been through a lot of crazy shit, bro. For sure, because I ate Pepsi. They, that's a brute company, bro. Mm-hmm. From the outside looking at you hear Pepsi, you're thinking like, oh, you know, dog. You get inside them walls, it's a different beast, bro. Damn. It's a different beast. Bro. That's wild, man. 16 hour shifts. Yeah. That's a, that's like a that's the that's requirement. The and make it so bad is early 2000s, they had to fight to get that passed. You know is that a union? That's a, is that a union, that's a union job? job? You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Because before that, they was working 24 hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like it, it but Pepsi's one of them jobs. Like I call it, I tell everybody Pepsi is a damn gang initiation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they yeah. got they got whoop yeah. you, like, you're gonna get your ass whooped. You yeah. know, you're gonna you're gonna work your ass off to really get you know what I'm saying, the job. And they're one of them people that they don't care like about your 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 outside life. Like mm-hmm. they don't care. You know what I'm saying? Cause like I said, I've been into it with a manager, you know, and I'm explaining to them, like, dude, I got children. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm doing what I can. I pick this shift, you know, to try to, you know, get my children where they need to be. And Pepsi's one of them companies where if they don't have nobody for that, they're gonna try to make you stay for that. Yeah. Oh hell no. They're one of those, like big time. You know what I'm saying? Big time. They train people in on other things so they can do that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I'm explaining to him like, dude, y'all keep 
holding me after. I got to get my children, stuff like that. And he's like, well, why did you pick the shit? I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. But they're one of those type of people that they don't care about. They, they're numbers. Maybe it's the black the and white. Somebody, it's man. the black and white. They look at the numbers. They go to the computer. They don't look at the person. You know what I'm saying? The person don't matter. It's just the numbers. But so now you even talking it. about a dynamic of like being a parent and family. Like you look at a lot of those dudes that work there, even women. Oh, life. The terrible relationships. Lost with their the wife. Yeah. Mm. Kids don't talk to them. Hate them. They hate their damn self. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it, Pepsi's. Pepsi drains you, bro. Pepsi is not what people think it is. And I've been there and I've, I've worked my way around to be in a comfortable position now. Yeah. But Pepsi is not what you think it is. So I'm going to ask y'all a quick question before we get into exhausted because it's getting a little long. Uh, speaking of Pepsi, well, seeing that this shot, this shit sounds terrible, but what's a company that you've chosen to boycott based on whatever's going on? And what's a company that has been boycotted? Or like people, the mass are like, man, we're gonna boycott this shit. Be like, man, fuck that. I still rock with them. Man, Starbucks. My wife loves Starbucks. I haven't been back to that bitch since they did that dumb shit. With yeah, I'm, I'm right. I'm right there with you. Yeah, for sure. And, for sure. And what's it called? Uh, a lot of designer companies. Honestly, like one thing you'll never see me wearing is never designer shit. Because okay. every single one of them have racist backgrounds. Yeah, they, they got it. They got it. They got a deep hatred. Yeah. You know, they. But the thing is. Shit, they stuff is not popular without us. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. It's not you know what Athletes, it is rappers, us, entertainers you know, without the black person, black man, black woman, whatever it is, being in it, looking good in it. You know what I'm saying? Actually, you know, yep. making other people. Why is it like that? Can I ask y'all that? Why is it like that? Why is it that when a black person puts something on, it makes everybody else go get it? Because if you knew, but that the person has so much life in essence around them. Mm. So much rich character. Like you even take like- Like, like LeBron and Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. If LeBron puts it on, everybody go get it. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady put it on, so what? Because we've seen it. We've seen it for years. We said, it's like it's like black stories. You think about even uh, the Candyman story and us oh, yeah, and true. stuff. Yep. These are stories that aren't being told. And when you see a, a, a silhouette of a story being dressed in something colorful or a dress or something like that, you know it's going to catch somebody's attention because it's something you don't see every day. Mm -hmm. So that immediately alone is going to be a selling point. I'm eventually going to answer your question, but that's going to be in the exhaustive mm -hmm. portion for me. Okay. That was your answer to yeah. what Dan said? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what has you exhausted? Man, drug use, alcohol, man. putting people oh, that man. I know and love. Like, I, I just had man, to take just my brother. Yeah, literally. Yeah. He just passed away. Like, man, I literally man. yesterday, all day Jeez. yesterday, yeah, I was I'm helping my that. good friend in okay. the detox. Mm -hmm. I found him drugged out on heroin over on uh, Lexington. Jesus. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's tough. Man. I lost a little mm. cousin to, to the to the pills. Mm. You know what I'm saying? My little cousin, yeah. my little cousin Nicholas. You know what I'm saying? I lost him to the to the the whole pill thing. Man, I feel bad because like it's a it's a tough one, man. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. And I feel like so people are getting all bent out of shape about Lil Nas X, right? Because he's pushing whatever agenda he's pushing. But then at the same time, it's like well, you look at these other artists, they're not exactly promoting some good shit. Like no. like one of my favorite artists was Juice World. Mm -hmm. Juice World's dope. Yeah, very self deprecating, dark, uh, the 
I feel like he was dealing with bouts of depression, mm-hmm. but like he's always talking about popping pills. He doesn't know how long he's going to live. He wants to kill himself. And so it's like, I mean, I don't know how old your cousin was. I don't need to know. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I feel like a lot of these kids listen to that type of shit and they're like, oh, well, I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go For you sure. know, be on these pills, be on these on this lean and all that kind of shit or whatever it is. So. But you got to think that's how you control the population. When we were younger, all we heard was get money, get hustle, money. Yeah. ball, slap yeah. bitches' ass. That, that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Shoot like that. Up. Yeah. Shoot it, shoot <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Real yeah. talk. Yeah, real talk. Shoot it. All but right. we talk. weren't, we, these kids nowadays, like you're saying, like, you know, my nephew, my nephew took his life last year. Jesus. Man, so like, damn. So Jeez. Man. Dog, I'm telling you. So it's like they got to figure out how they want to, or they already have figured out how they want to promote things to these children. Yeah. Because if you can yeah. crush them while they're small, you ain't got to worry about them when they're older. That's yeah. true. So it's tough. It's tough, man. Like, Okay, so drug use, what has you exhausted? Man, accountability. Accountability. I feel like everybody dodges it mm-hmm. when you do better just facing it. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? A lot of people, a lot of people, they dodge they dodge their accountability. Mm-hmm. And social media helps them. You know what I'm saying? You can go in here and, and get, fade away your problems. You go in here and watch something and watch this instead of dealing with the problem. Mm-hmm. But when you're done with that, you still got the problem. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You can And my accountability, bro, I just feel like it's something that today in these days, everybody's dodging. They're putting it on everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, from from the top to the bottom, they put it on everybody else. The reason you in this is because of something else. The reason it, it's because of something. Instead of just being like, I fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm yeah. not doing right. Or I'm not doing the right shit. You know what I'm saying? So my whole thing is accountability, bro. That's the big piece that men, women, shit, dogs, everybody just don't hold themselves accountable <laughs> to nothing. Right. Like, right. bro, yeah. be the man. Talk that yeah. shit up, bro. Be the man. Hold yourself in front of that shit, bro. And, and you know what I'm saying? You're going, it'll feel better when you're done. Facts. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I didn't. Shit, I had to do my own accountability things. You get what I'm saying? But a lot of people, bro, don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, from 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 the topest level, the highest levels, bro, to the bottom levels, everybody's blaming somebody else these days. Mm. Instead of, and I'm not seeing nobody like, it's me. I got to no, change. Facts, I got to, you know what I'm saying? And no one's doing that shit. But like I said, social media gives people a gray area to be in. As far as like, I could just look up videos and shit. Or I can see some, yeah, they right. I'm, I'm, a, you know, they, they doing it right. You know what I'm saying? Instead of looking at your own shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I see a lot of yep. people fantasize about these people online. You know what I'm saying? Or these, I see a lot of people fantasize about that shit, but like they don't hold themselves to nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can be that. But you can you, be great. But you ever, you ever got into a fight before and like looked at yourself in the mirror after it? And you're yeah. like, man, fuck, my face is like, Bruised and beat up. Yeah, I fought. A, I fought a fat dude named Garvin. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. Shout out to Garvin. Shout out, Garvin, ass, bro. Shout out, nah, Garvin. Hey, look, Garvin. Look, I, I was hope in you like, stepped on a Lego, bro. Nah, hey, look, Garvin was big as hell, bro. Yeah. He was bigger than life when we was in middle school, right? Yeah, yeah. We on the bus talking crazy to each other. He usually get off a stop after me. Yeah. I'm talking crazy. Woo, woo, woo. He get off on my stop. I'm like, damn. <laughs> oh shit. That nigga did the Debo. He real big. He you big. Want some of this? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, you know what we finna do? Get out. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Look, I try to swing a couple times, step back, fall. Yeah. He sits on me. <laughs> <laughs> he sits on my hands. Oh, <laughs> hell no. Nah. 
bopping me up out there, dog. Damn, bro. Shout out Garvin, dog. Right. That was my first ass whooping. Shout out Garvin, dog. Good luck. But, bro. Damn, here's Garvin, man. Bop me, He's dog. A- he bop me. If it wasn't for, hey, look. Hey, look. Shout out to Cousins. Because if it wasn't for my cousin out there, yeah. I'd probably still be getting beat up to this day. <laughs> Sitting Le- out there legend has it. He's still out there getting his ass whooped. Oh, man. Hey, shout out to Cousins, man. Because uh, stop. Yeah. They held you down. Uh, but, but bro, you think about it when you had to look at yourself after you got that was that that, that was the that one. humbling. I was like, yeah, it's that's everybody now. Yep. Everybody has been emotionally, physically, uh, mentally beat up. Yeah, man. that you got to look at the mirror and be like, fuck, this is who I really am. Man, I would say the reason why I'm back in Minnesota is due to me not having accountability. Mm in my previous relationship. So I definitely feel that. It didn't take into getting back here and looking back like, damn, I fucked that shit up. That's real. But my exhausted is gonna be like the black, I call it the black double standard. And I wasn't even gonna talk about that, but until you brought that up. Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh, you got all these kids nowadays, like they got the natural hair and locks or they got braids and they got it, they're going to like, a wrestling meet or a, a, a sporting event and they got to cut their hair, right? Yeah. But little Timmy or little Jane can wear braids and that shit's cool. Or they can wear locks and that shit's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect example, like another, um, like even, oh, just something as simple as like, so in the NFL, they used to have where you get penalized for like celebrating. You know, black folks, they want to turn up shit. Like, mm-hmm. dude, I've worked my ass off to get to this position. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, a white individual does it, you know, it's nothing, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like that's like all across society, you know, they wait for us, like you said, to come up with a new trend or come up with something new for everyone to jump on. Oh, it's ghetto when we do it, but oh, now it's the shit when, you know, yeah, twerking, twerking. <laughs> oh, Lord, don't get me started. Twerking, dances. box braids, uh, anything that you can think of, like. It's always twisted, like it's ghetto or it's dirty or mm-hmm. it's not looked highly upon when we do it, but someone else, some other culture takes it and all of a sudden it's the next best thing. True. True. It's jealousy, bro. All it is is jealousy. And it's, and it's like, I feel like as soon as jealousy can get addressed, and I say this in the the elderly of these cultures, because if you even go even deeper with that, after the people that I had to work with during like, you know, George Floyd and whatnot, yeah, for sure. you see racism on both sides of every single playing field with mm-hmm. Asian people, Everybody. black people, yep. white people, Hispanic oh, people. And it's like that jealousy and hatred that the old people be teaching to these young kids yep. has got to stop. For sure. Because they try to teach the kids um, this is how it was in my day. These are the only opportunities that you can have, or this is what black people did to us. And like, you know, they stole this one Hispanic gentleman that I know. Mm. Um, I, this happened during that time. We were all, you know, dealing with, with life. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I went over there. He was beating on his girl. Mm. Um, I ended up, you know, intervening and kind of telling him like, you know, long story short, cut it out for, you know, yeah, so he comes up to me and tells me, oh, man, all you black people do is steal and kill people. Like, you rob so my family and this, this, and this spits in my face. Oh, Middle of COVID. 
This is when COVID was eating up. That would have been a brutal beating. Come on now. Oh, yeah. And I had to do it in front of his kids, my kids, wife, friends. Everybody saw it. But it's the thing. (laughs) He still ain't there. I had to tighten them boots up, man. Real talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the thing, like, the people still have that angst from their generational problems. For sure. That need to get addressed before you re-enter this world that we have now. Man, what sucks for that dude is, like, man, you did it in front of you did it in front of my man's kids and his wife. Yeah. It's already bad that he did it in front of his girl. So he's already gonna whoop your ass, right? Like yeah. I'm saying, you already gonna whoop Buddy's ass because oh my girl's here. Period. And my kids. And my here? kids. I gotta set a, can't I, take a loss. I can't take a L. Not you fight. It may, I feel like it's just gonna make you even fight even better. Like you just like nigga, like I cannot lose. I can't lose this one. <laughs> do, y'all, it's, do, it's, y'all, do y'all ever feel like though? Like, of course we see times is changing. Of course, but like. That old hatred way, I feel like it's starting to get out the window. It is. Because everybody in these positions, you're starting to see Indian, Asian, Black, like all in these positions of power. And, you know, so the whole way of keeping it tight and white or however, you know, however the hell they did it, you know what I'm saying? With the older people, Mm -hmm. not even just white people, but just older people in general. So many other races are infiltrating everybody's race. You get what I'm saying? So like you have Asians over here with Indians, you have, you know, so it's like that old hatred way, I feel like, especially with the younger ones, you know what I'm saying? It was social media and they can see, they can be a part of somebody else's race. You know right. what I'm saying? They can, they can see, you know, what, what's going on in that race. So I just feel like it's becoming more of a melting pot and slowly but surely, I feel like that hatred piece that has been like embedded in, freaking U.S. history since day one, you right. know what I'm saying, is going to eventually like decrease because you have so many different type of races in power in different areas. You get what I'm saying? It's not just all just one piece or, you know, everybody's just agreeing on one thing. You got a different race to say, no, I don't like that. You know, or we do it this way. I feel like it's, it's changing. I feel like the biggest hurdle is going to be like us. And I say that because a lot of people are ingrained to think like, um, oh, man, I remember like in our day, right? Like, oh, this motherfucker trying to be smart and shit. He over here trying to read. He's trying to go to college and shit. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Like, yep. man, that's from, like, I feel like people equate that with like, oh, that's white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, oh, you talk proper. That's, that's white. Yeah. Or, oh, you trying to, you know what I mean? And it's like, I feel like that's going to be, even if everything else changes, it's like the mentality that we may still have, some of us may still have, mm-hmm. will be the biggest thing that could still it's that lingering effects. True. True. But that falls in line with everything we were saying, though, that accountability and addressing what is happening. If you be straightforward with somebody, it's just like I talk to everybody. I have some of the closest white people that have given me wonderful opportunities. Mm-hmm. And, like, they have looked at me and been like, dog, get your ass in this because I know you can do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like I have to be conscious moving forward with my kids don't let no motherfucker walk over you. Period. Don't Ever. let them treat you yeah. like shit, but always be open to learning something fresh and new mm-hmm. and trying something different mm-hmm. and trying to learn why this person isn't trying to see shit your way. Mm-hmm. Because that's what the old people don't teach or didn't teach to us. Yeah. They were like, no, this motherfucker white, if he, he's going to hold you back. Yeah. It doesn't give a well, who gives a fuck. You can do everything that you can do, go to school, you can get all that education and shit, but you still don't get held back. But right. you got to be able, and that's what you're saying, you got to be able to be receptive to the people that give you opportunities, mm-hmm. Facts. but still understand where you came from. Damn sure. Mm-hmm. 
So Noble, where, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me Instagram, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, all Stealth Delta EV. Yeah. Same here, man. Uh, Facebook, Snapchat, um, all that good stuff. Instagram, Twitter, I'm on everything. Uh, Inferno underscore MPLS. You know, you can find me on everything. Facts. Sure. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, YouTube, Chopping It Up Official. Uh, and I definitely appreciate you guys coming on, man. I really do, man. It's yeah. good to chop it up with y'all. Thank y'all for listening, commenting, and subscribing. It's been a good episode. Thank y'all. Peace.